faith is formulated in the Bible. There are over 800,000 words in the scriptures. I know that because I checked Google. <laughs> Here we have the fullness of revelation in the word summarized by the companionship of the figures of the Old Testament, Jesus himself. It is a moment of wonder, a moment of revelation. I mean, it's a spectacular part of the story of the New Testament that after Jesus had told them about his dying, within days he took them up the mountain and revealed himself risen, a forecast of eternity. And here they are in the midst of course, Peter sees himself as the leader and responsible. He's proud of his choice to having left the work of fishing and following Christ. So he begins to say, well, hold on to this situation. Let's build little houses and show that we will take care of the presence of God. It's a sense of his own power Termination. Several years ago, there was a popular evangelist that wrote a book about purposeful life. And he made the comment in terms of American culture that it's always, almost always, about me. Most of our ways of dealing with conflict, situations that come up in our life, much of a modern Christianity is really set upon what will happen to me, how I can take care of myself. And the sense of faith in that which is the source of me gets lost. And so we have this powerful sense of ego that's very much a part of our culture. But the vision of Christ as the one to whom we are to listen draws us out of that puts our treasure in him as the one in whom, whom we invest. So last week we saw Jesus being led into the desert. God led him and there strengthened him. We imitate that sense of following Christ during Lent, trying to sort of slim down some of the uh, reliances support in daily life and to rely on the choices that we make in Christ. For we have, by the power of his Holy Spirit, a will that's guided by the Lord. It is our ability to choose in Christ that allows us to resist temptation. And we're talking about serious stuff, you know, not just saying a bad word or uh, skipping morning prayer for a change, but the stuff that really is self-centered and makes such a determination that it changes our lives to the negative. There are probably those moments in your life, there are in most of our lives, and that's where the Lord guides us. So Peter doesn't like being led in Christ, He's enmeshed in his own achievement to build those tents. But God
God is patient with us all, and he allows us to gradually invest our treasure in that which doesn't rest and doesn't corrode. So we have the brightness of our faith that allows us to behold God. This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. We are formed by the body of Christ that we share in the Eucharist. We are transformed into his presence in the world, which the world needs for salvation. God relies on the church, on his grace in people, primarily within the church, to bring his kingdom. And it is as we worship God that we are strengthened to become that seed of life in the world and to carry the hope of immortality that St. Paul so clearly understood because he knew the risen Christ. Christ came to him almost like these apostles in the uh, transfiguration on his way to uh, Damascus. So he knew great, with great confidence the presence of Jesus in his life. So we have the opportunity through our own awareness and faith to strengthen that presence and to learn that even in the midst of suffering, we can be led by the Lord. Can we allow Christ to lead us through even that which brings death, whatever that might mean for us? Mostly it means death to selfishness and something that will drag us into darkness. But it also means obviously our own death. Maybe when it gets a little scary, for most people it will, it is Christ who is with us. So to follow Christ is to be on the way, to uh, know that he makes a difference. Just like Abraham mentioned in the first reading, his whole life was turned over to the Lord, and when he did that, he found a new country. He even offered to God the possibility of giving up his son, and God blessed him by leaving his son live. We invest in the gospel of Jesus present in the truth that we discover in the meaning of the word of God, a truth that can absorb us and uh, give us some sense of peace in the things that really matter in our life. So Jesus becomes a source of energy, a source of charity and clarity as we follow him into the desert, onto the hillside, and even in the midst of temptation. Lena allows us to taste true peace, true victory, and be drawn into the word 